seeing the natural face of that, the natural expression of that openness, are uh, what are called the Brahma Viharas, the immeasurable qualities that flow from our consciousness when it's open. The, the, the heart of that of those immeasurable qualities is goodwill, of loving kindness, of otherwise known as metta. And when that same kind of openness and clarity meets pain, it expresses itself as the next immeasurable quality of compassion. And when that same openness, that same clarity meets joy, meets good fortune, it resonates and expresses itself as what's called mudita or altruistic joy, altruistic happiness, sympathetic joy. And as, it, as that openness and clarity looks upon this world, it, it becomes more impartial, more balanced, more inclusive of all beings in all circumstances and it expresses itself as the, the heart quality of impartial love or equanimity. So this is the natural expression of a heart and mind that's open, that's present. However, because of our conditioning, we become occluded, we become self-involved, we we often feel that our hearts uh, do not resonate with that kind of goodwill, with compassion, uh, with joy. We often feel envy in the face of someone's good fortune. Because of our conditioning, we begin a process of acknowledging our, our conditioning and beginning to reverse it in a way by inclining our hearts thinking about and extending thoughts and feelings of goodwill so that we turn toward that which we often resist. We try to take delight in those who are happy. We try to meet the world in all its pain, in all its pleasure, with balance and understanding. The heart of that practice of of reclaiming, you could say, reclaiming this intrinsic quality, this immeasurable quality of the heart. The way we do that is in a formal way of practicing what we call loving kindness. The same opening of heart is fulfilled by how it is that we approach every moment of our experience in vipassana, in the insight meditation practice. Ultimately, we see, even though we have different formal practices, we have the insight practice and the loving-kindness practice, we see that in the loving-kindness practice, there's lots of attention. And in the mindfulness practice, if we are open to our experience, there is, there is that quality of goodwill. At least there is a quality of non, non-resistance in a moment of mindfulness. And, and we move, we turn toward what we are paying attention to. So these two practices, even though formally they're different, they really both accomplish the same thing and they are just different faces of the nature of our mind. 
nature of our mind being having an expression of clarity and also this this capacity to resonate this capacity to respond to the world uh, and increasingly we respond to the world with loving kindness when we're open when we're caught up in ourselves we tend to respond uh, differently so i'd like to just offer today First, just in order for us to settle in and to break down the divide between mindfulness and loving-kindness, to see this, where the two may come together. But then I'd like to invite you to, to begin the formal practice, which I think Sharda alluded to a little bit last night, but to begin the formal practice of loving-kindness. And the formal practice of loving-kindness begins with oneself. The Buddha said you could scan the world in all directions, not find anyone more deserving of loving kindness than oneself. And yet the tendency is to somehow leave us ourselves out of the circle of loving kindness. Sometimes we can feel goodwill to others, but not not much charity toward ourselves. So we, we turn toward ourselves, give ourselves that loving attention. You can hear even in these words that that at the heart of directing thoughts of loving-kindness toward ourselves is loving attention. And then if we have a few minutes at the end, we will uh, continue with the formal direction of loving-kindness, which is first, after one spends a little time with oneself, one brings to, we bring to our mind someone in our life who we would consider a a benefactor, someone who we respect, someone who has helped us in our life, someone who's been kind to us, uh, and we, someone who we generally, and I don't mean absolutely, but generally feel an easy flow of kindness toward. And that's sometimes how we warm up that feeling of, mindf- of loving kindness, and we keep extending it to... to uh, to different categories of people, first the easy group, and then finally we move toward the more difficult people in our life. But we'd like to, I'd like to start today with first some time with ourselves, then uh, the benefactor. But as a way of settling in, I'd like you to, that your first act of loving kindness, uh, be finding a comfortable posture, if there is one at this point. And just think of a posture you can luxuriate in. And so you want to drop the whole identity of meditator and just think of being comfortable. And just sense the gentle closing of your eyes. And even the way that you close your eyes, do it as a as an act of loving-kindness in that you are giving yourself to this experience of seclusion, the rejuvenating, regenerating experience of seclusion, that it's okay. You let yourself turn inward and then experience your body from the inside, that felt experience and then drawing your attention lovingly to the area around your head. 
and sensing the top of your head with its hair, scalp, and the bones of the top of your skull. And then sweeping gently along your forehead and your cheeks, jaw, eye sockets, and nose. Trying to imbue each movement of your attention with a feeling or like a caress of loving kindness, caressing your face with loving attention. Loving attention to the back of your skull, hair, scalp, the bones. Lovingly gliding along the contours of your neck, each movement like a caress of kindness. Loving awareness to your shoulders, skin and the flesh and the bones of the shoulders, and then caressing your arms as your attention cascades lovingly down your arms, your biceps and elbows, forearms, wrists, hands to the tips of your fingers, each movement like a caress of kindness. Sensing lovingly the skin and the flesh and the muscles and the bones of the arms. Lovingly caressing the the front of your body, caressing the neck area, the throat area, the heart area, solar plexus and belly and genital area, hovering long enough to touch each part of your front body with loving attention. Lovingly caressing the curve of your back, the slope of your back with its skin and its muscles and bones, all the way down to the buttocks and the sits bones. Lovingly guiding, gliding along the thighs and knees shins and calves, ankles and feet, down to the tips of the toes. Each movement of attention, a caress of kindness. Until there is a feeling, a sense that your whole body is enveloped in a field of loving kindness. And beginning to drop into that field words that express 
that deepest wish that we all share, that deepest wish that you have for yourself. The Dalai Lama said, the purpose of life is to be happy. All of us wish to be happy. So we wish for ourselves happiness and peace. May I be happy and peaceful. It is a universal wish that we can feel safe in this world. May I be safe with myself, safe from inner harm. And may I be safe from outer harm. May I feel safe with others. He's dropping the words that express this wish. Trying to connect with the meaning of the words. The felt experience of directing loving attention and loving thoughts to ourselves. May I be happy and peaceful. May I feel safe. It is a universal wish to have health and strength. So we wish this for ourselves. May I be healthy and strong. We shower ourselves with this friendliness and goodwill. knowing that there may be limitations to our health. We wish for ourselves to accept our limitations with grace. May I accept my limitations with grace. It is a hidden aim or a deep wish to be at ease and to feel well, a sense of wellness. We wish for ourselves, may I have ease of well-being. May I know a sense of ease. It is a universal wish to be able to accept ourselves just the way we are. So we incline our thoughts and our mind toward this, this heartfelt wish. May I accept myself just the way I am.
May I be touched by loving kindness. May I bathe in loving kindness. Sometimes we may find it difficult to direct thoughts of loving-kindness toward ourselves. So you might imagine someone who you know loves you, enveloping you in their kindness and their loving attention, and imagine them radiating that wish for you. Hear them saying, may you be happy and peaceful. May you feel safe and protected from inner and outer harm. May you have health and strength and ease of being May you be well. It's sometimes helpful to imagine yourself as a little one. You were born into this world vulnerable, through no fault of your own. And we carry that vulnerability in our hearts, in our consciousness, and we can approach ourselves with a wish for that in us, a wish for us to be happy and safe, peaceful. In whatever way you can Envelop yourself, shower yourself with loving-kindness. Just find some simple words. Just keep dropping them into this field of attention. This field of loving-kindness. Connecting with the meaning, the felt experience of friendliness and goodwill. Phrase by phrase. And finally, if the words become obstacles, just radiate the feeling of kindness toward yourself, wordlessly. And if you're at any point that you are willing 
to move on to or expand to include a benefactor. Let those same loving feelings and thoughts begin to include that person who you would love to share your appreciation and your respect. And so bring them into your field of loving kindness. And if you feel to stay with yourself, that's fine. But if and when you become ready to include your benefactor, just hold an image or a felt sense of that person. You might remember, reflect on ways that they have helped you or their, their noble or wholesome qualities, their generosity, their kindness. And connect with your love for them and appreciation. And given the full freedom to, to radiate, to love them up, to envelop them in loving kindness, begin to just send those thoughts. The teachings this is considered the most wise use of our conceptual mind to incline it toward loving kindness. So we hold our benefactor in our hearts and we, we radiate that wish, may you be happy and peaceful. May you feel safe in this world from inner and outer harm. May you be healthy and strong. And may you meet your limitations with grace. And openness. May you know the ease of well-being. May your heart be touched by loving kindness. And may you accept yourself just the way you are. Refreshing the picture of your benefactor, 
your sense of them, your thoughts about them, and then continuing to connect with them through this this sharing of your goodwill, of your friendliness, showering them with your affection. This intentional loving-kindness toward our benefactor, just like any gift, gives to the giver as well as the receiver. May all beings be touched by loving-kindness. May all beings be safe, happy, peaceful, healthy, strong, at ease. May all beings accept themselves just the way they are. This is really just loving-kindness light. It's something that can be developed as a very powerful force in your mind because it is intrinsic. It just needs to be awakened. And one of the things that the Buddha said is whatever you frequently dwell upon becomes the inclination of your mind. And, and it's, uh, it is within our capacity to, to remind ourselves again and again of this heart quality and then to make it a central part of our life. And it really is essential in terms of uh, bringing 
um, bringing a, it, it's essential in bringing the accepting quality to our own experience. That if our, if our attention is imbued with love or, or kindness, there, it automatically creates the conditions for more acceptance. So this is, our world obviously needs this and less ill will. So it's, it's a good thing to be part of. But if you don't believe that, I'll just share what the, what the Buddha said about the benefits of practicing metta. People who practice metta sleep peacefully, wake peacefully, dream peaceful dreams. People love them. Angels love them. Angels will protect them. Poisons and weapons and fire will not harm them. Their faces are clear, their minds serene. They die unconfused, and when they die, they are reborn into heavenly realms. And then just to top it off, I'll read the the sutta or the teaching that the Buddha offered to encourage us to practice loving kindness. He said, this is what should be done by those who are skilled in goodness, who know a path of peace. Let them be able and upright, straightforward and gentle in speech. That means inner and outer. Sorry to editorialize. (laughs) Humble and not conceited, contented and easily satisfied unburdened with duties, frugal in their ways, peaceful and calm and wise and skillful, not proud and demanding in nature. Let them not do the slightest thing that the wise would later reprove. Wishing in gladness and in safety may all beings be at ease. Whatever living beings there may be, whether they are weak or strong, omitting none, the great or the mighty, medium, short or small, the seen and the unseen, those living near and far away, those born and to be born, may all beings be at ease. Let none deceive another or despise any being in any state. Let none through anger or ill will wish harm upon another. Even as a mother protects with her life her child, her only child, so with a boundless heart should one cherish all living beings, radiating kindness over the entire world, spreading upward to the skies, downward to the depths, outward and unbounded, freed from hatred and ill will, whether standing or walking, seated or lying down, free from drowsiness. One should sustain this recollection. This is said to be the sublime abiding. By not holding to fixed views, the pure-hearted one, having clarity of vision, being freed from the burden of sense desires, is not born again into the cycles of suffering. So, 
good luck. Please, <laughs> please imbue your attention now as you make this transition with kindness. And just care, bring that care to everything you do. This is a very precious act of loving kindness just to give yourself this gift of solitude. But you can make it an active thought as well. It just, it just um, magnifies it a little more if you incline toward friendliness. So enjoy and we will keep elaborating as we go along. Have a great meal. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.